0: Brian, hey. I got a question for you. Oh, what's up? Talk to me. What was your first VR is the future? Like whoa
1: moment. I mean, this sounds like some lame ass tweet that somebody would put out, and then, <laughs> and then I would ignore and not respond. It was a great to, tweet. No, <laughs> VR Take it so back. The future. <laughs> VR was the VR was the I don't know, man. The the me, the menu screen from PlayStation demo disc no when I fell That's over That's a great answer. No, when no. I fell over on my couch the first time I took a turn in Drive Club because my body just my brain couldn't figure out what was real and what wasn't. I literally fell over as if there was some kind of real centrifugal force in my living room. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Why well, what's yours?
0: Farpoint, baby.
1: Oh, you know I
0: really think I really think Farpoint <laughs> was like the next evolution of cinematic storytelling. You know, PlayStation for a while now has mm-hmm. gone this... Actually, I, pretty much since the beginning. It used to be FMVs, um, and some of them are actually pretty good, like um, like uh, Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver, or something like that. Like Those actually kind of hold up a little bit. Um, but yeah, to me, Farpoint was like, this is the new sto- form of storytelling and and now I get to sometimes it goes into like a third person sometimes you're like witnessing these these cut scenes taking place but but you're you're like in the scene and you get to look around and see the environment and it's super immersive to experience it's like experiencing a movie from within the movie Brian and it was so good also that
1: game just rocks.
0: And so does the aim controller. You ready to start the show?
1: No, man, no, absolutely not. I want to go on record that non interactive cutscenes are not the future of VR, no matter what AJ is trying to convince you of. Now we can start the show. <laughs> All right, let's do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you want to watch it live, you can watch it for live, like you're doing right now. Well, some of you. This the 84 of you that are here right now. The rest of you, a couple thousand people, you didn't quite make it. But if you don't like looking at us in our big, beautiful faces... <laughs> I want to put a poll in the chat. Would you swipe right on AJ? I'm going to put a poll in the chat.
0: Oh, don't do that! Please then, don't do that. Then,
1: <laughs> then please, <laughs>
0: please spare me. <laughs>
1: then you can always check us out on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts or other streaming services if you feel like you don't want to. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here. PSVR without parole, and the guy to my right, my partner in crime, AJ from the Underground PSVR Underground. Although now that you mention it.
0: Maybe it would just be a picture of me with my aim controller, because then I would know they're the one <laughs> if they swiped on me. Oh, happy Friday, Brian! What is up, man? What is up, GameCats, Cats, Bro, Mick, Coles, PS Five Four K gameplay, rest is the Game cat that sleeps all day. All of you, love you guys. Good to see you. What a happy Friday indeed, Brian! Oh my goodness lots of huge things to talk about finally we tried to like it really sucked not being able to talk about some of these things all week long uh but we knew that there was something big coming and we had to completely play it off uh and i am super excited man let's do this
1: dude i'm crazy excited i'm crazy excited for everyone out there to join discord discord click the link in the description below that's where we hang out that's where this conversation happens 24 7 also that's where all sorts of multiplayer stuff happens that's where all sorts of uh video game book clubs happen that's where movie book clubs happen and I'm i'm part of so many clubs at this point um and i think that's uh what professor lilith is talking about here with a three dollar tip it says 2 p.m eastern this sunday wreck rally that's going to be the multiplayer meetup and then oh, of course nice. squadrons star wars squadrons on the 17th if you want to get in on those multiplayer meetups make sure you join us over on discord click the link in the description we also got emily baxter hashtag the game kitten with the five dollar tip it says ronda not Rhoda. Home and doing well. Bought a 65-inch LG C1 OLED today for my gaming room I'm putting together. Pain pills for my own health make me pass out.
0: And you strap that 65-inch OLED to your head because otherwise it might not be very useful to you. Congrats um, on your procedure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad everything, I'm glad everything went well. And, uh, man, I don't even I, – I, I'm stuck with a 50-inch plasma from – 10 years ago I think and I say stuck with it. I absolutely love it uh, hopefully it lasts me another 10 years and then I'll upgrade something like that Emily Baxter has yeah
0: yeah I bought my 4k TV right before I got a PSVR and that was a bad decision <sighs> it took me like three years to use the TV uh, <laughs> it's like still it nice in the box
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude that thing that thing is pristine like it is like brand new right now still
1: nice it's pretty awesome Dude, you know, we always thank all the people that are in the Patreon scroll down below. We thank everybody who donates during the show. Uh, But every Friday, we like to thank a different group of cats for showing their support in a different way. Tell me about that, AJ.
0: That's right. We would like to thank those who support us in another way by changing their name to something GameCat, something GameCat related or something GameCat adjacent as you and something GameCat adjacent would like to say. And this week, we have two new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. Starting with Rick Zombie, the Game Cat of the Dead. Yes, I love it. (laughs) Are you related to Rob Zombie? I mean, Rick Zombie, that sounds like his brother, like, Ma, you man, dead, you
1: man. I think like that's racist, man. I don't think all zombies re- are related. All zombies know each other, man. Whoa. I don't. I don't think that's how this works. I don't, like. Oh, you're a zombie. Do you know this zombie? That's not not how this works, man. The zombies are come from all over the world, different walks of life. You uh, think all zombies look alike? Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, if if you play if you play onslaught, I mean- then yes. <laughs> i thought the onslaught zombies were actually pretty good it it was the first zombie game that came to mind to be honest with you uh if you you play (laughs) deadland vr then yes
0: (laughs) there you go there you go that's more like it we've also got song in the flame cat oh i love
1: it man yeah you gotta love that man flame hat's always on top of this shit song in the flame cat guys if you want to shout out on next friday show for changing your name to game cat because you love us almost as much as we love you make sure you put hashtag game cat after you change your name on youtube or google uh, in the comments below and we'll find you give you a shout out but that's the only way man i'm not going to go through like thousands of comments looking for you You gotta do hashtag GameCat so i can find you nice and easy aj we've got a lot of news stories to talk about today don't we
0: you don't want brian finding you we do man we have a lot to talk about and some exciting news even which uh but we also have some huge updates to some games and a nice little discussion and today brian is my 20 questions you going to break the losing streak
1: i believe in you I mean, it's up to the cats, really, man. Like they're the ones asking the good questions. You know me, man. The second the game starts, chance. I have no idea. <laughs> like all games lose my lose uh, leave from my brain. I have no idea what to do. <laughs> well, we got some interesting
0: news, Brian. Kicking things off with some Resident Evil Seven Nice. has officially sold 10 million copies. Now, this was already the highest selling Resident Evil. Uh, almost, it's the second most highest selling capcom game i think their first was monster hunter uh world the last one they did Mm -hmm. um i have that game and i and i only played the demo and it still kills me to this day because it's such a me type of game um but yeah man resident evil 7 surpasses the old record of i think it was actually seven or eight million uh and now hits 10 million copies sold
1: yeah, it's interesting because uh, before launch, Capcom actually went on record saying we really hope to sell 5 million copies of this. And everybody was like, yeah, right. You know, Resident Evil doesn't sell that many copies. Uh, it's not going to happen. And then here we are five years later, and it sold double their their estimate. Now, the interesting part about this, the thing that we care more about than anything else, obviously, we want Resident Evil games to keep selling, so they keep making them. Uh, but we care more about the VR side of things. And as it turns out, 1,086,629 people have played it in VR, which is 11.7% of all Resident Evil 7 gamers. That's so just over 10% of people. Which is yeah, crazy, that's... because because that means only about 20% of people who have a PSVR headset have played this thing.
0: Yeah, and if you have a PS5 at this point, if you were lucky enough to get one so far, um, and you have PlayStation Plus... Remember, you can go into the PS Plus collection, and the whole game is free oh, very uh, true. And, and as keep part of that, that collection. So, so make sure you go download that. Yeah, I have the disc of Resident Evil 7, and I swapped it out um, for the uh, digital version because I was like, hey, now I don't have to put in the disc every time. That's just nice.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. I still have to put the disc in every time. Uh, I've never – I should download that, man. That makes so much sense. Damn. Yeah. So silly. It's uh, but it's a fantastic game, though, man. It's like it's the best-looking, I think, by far game. I think it even surpasses uh, Hitman Three as far as the best-looking game on PlayStation VR is concerned. And it just—it kind of kills me that only 20% of people who have a PSVR headset have seen what it looks like in the headset. I, yeah, I know it's scary, and I know that a lot of people are like hesitant to jump into it, man. But like, really, you're doing yourself a disservice if you have a PSVR headset. Just at least jump in to see what it looks like. Play the first half hour if you can. <laughs> Right.
0: Yeah, it is. I, I don't know if I agree that it's one. Of, it's like the best looking game. I, I don't think so at all. But but I do agree that it ha- it is amazing looking and has an amazing and effective art design um, where it's pretty realistic looking um, and then goes for this like realistic horror looking deal. So fantastic looking game no doubt about it well see
1: i was gonna let this slide but then but then you brought it up so what games look better than resident evil 7
0: oh man i think uh i think visually some of the best games i actually think hitman 3 looks better i think um wipeout might look better uh red matter is probably the best looking game that i can think of um those textures uh in in that game are mind-blowing um and uh and then yeah i don't know There's there's a couple ones
1: yeah uh those are good. Those are good games. Those are good examples of great graphics. I can't. I can't agree with any of those. Brexbro in the chat says, "Did I do something wrong?" Or does Hitman Three VR on PlayStation Five look identical to the PS4 version? Are you talking about the OG version um, or the Pro version? Which one? Which one are we talking about, man? Because there's no PlayStation Five patch, as far as we know. Uh, so keep that in mind too. If you're going from the Pro to the PS5.
0: All you are is history. The Ghost Cat says, "Space Explorer, obviously." It's um, actually, it's just space explore. Explore. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, there is no or.
1: We've got Donatello, the scientist game cat with the $5 tips as I'm throwing down the gauntlet. First song in the smoke is the game of the year. Pizza, pizza, pizza. <sighs> man, I can't wait to get to that yep. conversation, man. I'm so excited to talk about song in the smoke. This is the first time you and I are going to be able to sit down and actually talk about oh this publicly. God. I can't believe it. we've talked about it so much over the last what week, 10 days, something like that. It's insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. And dude, as, as great as all this resident evil seven information is as great as, you know, the number of people who've played it and the the fact that we'll probably just keep getting resident evil games until the end of time. uh, That's awesome news. Now I wasn't excited about getting resident evil movies until the end of time because they were getting worse and worse as they went. Uh, But then of course, Capcom announced welcome to raccoon city, which is the new resident evil movie. And they released a brand new trailer for that yesterday. Did you get a chance to watch this?
0: Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm throwing it up now, and gonna check it out. Uh, is it live action? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, It's not like Absolutely. one of those animated movies. So, because like you know, the Resident Evil is this is this the reboot? Uh, yeah, the, the actual reboot
1: of the series. The reboot of the series, man. No more, no more, uh, no more silliness. I mean, there there okay. might be silliness. I have no idea. <laughs> like, but I obviously, but this trailer. This trailer speaks to fans, man. Like at the, in the first two seconds, yeah. they 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 show yeah. that you know so such iconic moment where you're walking in the Spencer Mansion uh, and you see the, what you don't even know what it is on the floor. Like you know, kind of you see the back of the zombie, then it slowly turns its head in CGI, right? And it just looks it incredible, and it was amazing visual, and it was so iconic. And I've seen that a thousand times, and they almost duplicated that uh, shot for shot. In this trailer, yeah. it's just like they are speaking to the fans this time. It's almost like the people who made the movie have played the games.
0: Yeah, that it definitely looks very on par with the game, which is rare. Usually movies intentionally use the IP and then go a completely different direction. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they have my attention. I'm looking. I'm watching the trailer as we speak. And, uh, yeah, it looks a lot like Resident Evil 2 and 1 in some ways. 1 and 2 in, in uh, a lot of ways. So that is great. Yeah. That's great to see. I thought this was gonna be another one of those uh like animated ones which I just I don't know. The original Resident Evil movie was kind of a guilty pleasure of mine a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um when I saw it I was like really disappointed and then I and then I went back and mm-hmm. watched it years later after watching like tons of other shitty movies and I was like, Ah, it wasn't so bad in <laughs> when you compare it to to a lot of other things but yeah. um but yeah, it looks pretty good. Um is that supposed to be uh What's his name? Not Ethan. I'm so tied to the Resident Evil 7 Leon? now. Uh, is that is that supposed to be Leon or not? Yeah. Or uh, OK, because that looks like Claire. <laughs> well,
1: uh, I mean, it, dep- it depends who we're talking about here. Um, you know, I'm, it's been a, it's been a while since I've gone back to the original games. Uh, seeing Leon, not, obviously, not, with not the Leon, the dude department. from the
0: first one, the dude from the first one. I can't think of his name. He's in Chris Resident Redfield. Evil 7 as well. Chris Redfield, thank you. That's who I was trying to think of. Is that supposed to be Chris Redfield?
1: Hey, man, I don't know. I've watched this a couple times and been like, this looks really exciting. I'm not going to get too deep into the details. I just saw I saw things that excited me and made me go, oh, this looks like they're going to lean into horror. This makes me think they're going to lean into the video game more. Uh, you know, even yeah. th- when they show you walking oh, into Spencer Hall. Mansion, uh, when they walk, show you walking into Spencer Mansion and you see that, you know, the red carpet and the stairs going up uh, on both sides, I was like, this is, this is it, man. Like, this needed to be here for a proper reboot, and they did it. Uh, so that's... That's really exciting to me.
0: Yeah, I actually see Claire, Leon, and uh, Chris, um, so that's cool. Um, oh, he does look like Carlos, you're right, MRI Gamer. Uh, cool, man. Yeah, no, I'm know i excited to see this. Appreciate you bringing this up. Cool. When yeah. does it come out?
1: Next month, sometime in November. So they missed the October deal, but you know what? As I was telling MRI Gamer uh, yesterday in voice chat, uh, i'm I'm okay with some some spooky stuff landing in november it's almost like we stretch out october into next month and like it's october part yeah. two so i'm excited man i don't care when it comes out I, it looks good and i uh, just i hope they take their time and do everything right
0: <clears throat> yeah sweet
1: yeah. awesome nice all right man let's move right. on to our next news story we'll get back into uh, <laughs> actual video game chat
0: yeah uh so moving on uh playstation uh, London Studio is hiring for a new project and uh, this actually comes via segmentnext.com and they're reporting that they say following a number of job listings in recent weeks, first party PlayStation London Studio has officially acknowledged a new next generation project to be in the works exclusively for PlayStation 5. Um, and so they basically did some sifting through the job listings and And they noticed one thing about it, basically saying that they are looking for somebody that can help. uh, And they mentioned procedural worlds. So something that is uh, being designed with procedurally generated worlds, um, which sounds very interesting. And they go on to say that, yes, this could be a a flat screen game. We don't know yet. But then they mention that, well, there's somebody, uh, you know, we don't know who, that, that threw out a rumor that had some uh, weight behind it and that sony is going to be working on hybrids so they think that it, it could be a possible playstation vr2 game or one of these hybrids that we've heard about
1: yeah I, I think the important thing to take away from this is that you know procedural generation means so many different things procedural worlds you know creating something procedurally doesn't just mean like oh it's there's no handcrafted environments at all. It could mean like, hey, we threw the, we we created this entire world, but there are procedural elements to it, meaning like, oh, the, the foliage or whatever, just it, you know, meaning that developers didn't have to get in there and do all these little minute details. You know, this this isn't a. It's not like they're advertising a new game and saying procedural worlds they're advertising for people with this kind of experience uh so right. this might not even be like a bullet point on the on the back of a box or something this could just be like we need we're looking for somebody who understands how all of this works um so this could be pretty much anything really
0: yeah while you have to take it with a pinch of salt i think it's still important to remember that sony london studio has always had this uh track record of developing games with new hardware in mind so um, they have a long history of this going all the way back to like Wonder Book and the moves. Um, they, they've uh, they've been working on new hardware, uh, making games for new hardware. You know, obviously, they made London Heist or PlayStation VR Worlds, which was, uh, I think, really, really awesome. Uh, and, uh, of course, Blood and Truth, which was mind-blowingly awesome. Um, and so, yeah, it would be great to see them... Work firing up a brand new AAA project, which they have mentioned that they are working on a AAA style project. I mean, it's a first party studio. You wouldn't really expect anything less from them, right?
1: Yeah, I'd expect at this point they they're making mul- there's multiple projects in the works. I can only imagine uh, that most bigger PlayStation studios at this point have many games going on. Um, dude, I don't want to get let this tip get too far away from us. Uh, Smacks, okay. S- snacks, snacks, mm, please with a five dollar tip. Says Happy Friday, all. Uh, fortunately, we adopted a stray kitty. Unfortunately, I looked away for one sec. It bit my PSVR cord as I was buying some oh, in the smoke. Barn. Wow. So, well, congrats on your new cat. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, cats are awesome.
0: God damn it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm so glad I had my, my my dog trained. He never chewed any wires or anything and um, never was a problem for me. But I, it's so heartbreaking to always hear that, that see somebody – that had the, like, oh, my dog chewed my VR cable. I'm just like, oh, that sucks.
1: Yeah, no, um, I'm super, super happy that Tornado's been pretty damn good. Like, every so often, she'll pull out, like, an HDMI cable or something while I'm trying to stream. But for the most part, uh, everything, everything's everything been pretty good over here with this cat. And she's laying right next to me, man. She's like, pet me. Uh, we also got Kane Mod in the chat. It says, I really need news on Stride soon. Well, dude, you're going to be super happy, because I just talked to Joyway the other day, uh, like, literally Three days ago, I think, and I said, "Hey, what's going on? Are we still on track for a PlayStation VR release of Stride this year?" And they said, "Yes." I said, "Awesome." Will that include the campaign? And they said, "Probably not." <laughs> so, uh, so we it seems like we could still we could be getting the same stripped down early access version at launch on PlayStation yeah. VR that uh, that they got over That's why- on.
0: I thought that's why they delayed it, was to, they said they wanted to include the campaign and stuff. So maybe they're just working on the campaign and, but yeah, I mean.
1: There were some control things they wanted to get ironed out, like they wanted to make sure that they got a lot of feedback from, uh, you know, the PC side of things and make sure that all of that was implemented before it came to PlayStation VR. Uh, the word I got from them initially was that they wanted to make sure it was a complete game when we finally got it, along with those control implementations, but it seems like the campaign has just kind of gotten a little bit too lofty. Uh, for them to have it out at launch, but they they told me still this year, and so that means like literally within the next two months we should have Stride, uh, Kane hopefully. So that would be uh, you should be pretty happy about yeah. that. All right, yeah. man, let's move on. We had an awesome, huge update uh, to one of our favorite games of the year. Did you have a chance to check this out? It was Arashi Castles of Sin, the combat Absolutely.
0: update. Yeah, man, Arashi Castles of Sin. Has gotten a huge combat overhaul, and it is a biggin'. It is the real deal. (laughs) They've got uh, improvements to Haru. They've got melee combat and sword fighting, uh, different gameplay improvements. I did the first. That was the only thing on my mind as soon as I got home today was like, I got to play this because I love this game. I think this game is awesome, and if there was one thing that needed improvement, it was like the... Not even the combat, but the sword fighting, more specifically. The sword fighting itself. And, Brian, I don't know about you, but I I checked it out, and I am happy to report that this kicks ass. (laughs) It felt like it was forcing me to sword fight, Mm -hmm. and it was more fine-tuned. The AI was working better. Haru was working better. Everything was working better, and it was just glorious. So sometime this weekend, Brian... I'm going to do, I didn't get to see the bosses yet, but sometime this weekend, I'm going to do a stream on it uh, and check out the update in depth. And I am super excited about this. I think it's a huge game changer. Uh,
1: yeah, I wouldn't, I don't know if I call it a game changer. I would say that I'm very, very, very happy with the update uh, because, uh, they, I mean, I had a, a list of complaints when I played through the game. Uh, probably one of my biggest complaints was that and, and this didn't happen to everybody. This is one of those bugs that I seem to be one of the few people that experienced it. I would sneak up neck yeah. behind somebody, and I would go, Foom, right with my sword, and it would go right through them. It wouldn't register whatsoever, and I'd be like, you know, I mean, it's, it's fixed. It's fixed. It's fixed. Yes. I, yep. It, every. <laughs> I never had that issue, but I, I saw,
0: I witnessed you having that issue a billion times, and I was like. What planet is he on? What game yeah. did they send him?
1: Yeah, absolutely crazy. Like I, you know, it seems like if I'm able to experience bugs, uh, then I'm going to experience the bugs, and it. But it, but you can kind of tell that they increased the sensitivity or, or something along those lines, or they got rid of, you know, uh, when I was talking to the developers, they were saying that it's potentially because I'm using my literal oath, OG PS3 move controllers and that they're, they're using functionality in it more than just like, Oh, just more than just collision detection. Right. It is like, I, I I don't know exactly what it is. I should have looked up in the chat to figure out exactly what it was. But it seems like they disabled something that wasn't really useful anyway, and now, boom! Now it's just using collision detection more than anything else. And so the, all my hits were registering. Uh, so sword fighting felt spot on, you know. I, and it seems like it seems a little less uh, parry and attack based, right? It seems a little less block than attack because you can you can certainly get in on. <laughs> breath the cat that sleeps all day says brian lives on planet brian that's pretty accurate <laughs> um it seems you can, like you can get in extra hits now so you're not just is yes you have to wait and block and then attack uh luckily those all registered now which was great uh but then on top of that i felt like i could actually get in a few extra attacks on top of it uh and they also don't race right up to you anymore like they they run up to you but yeah. they give you like a foot or two to actually work with instead of just being like all up in your shit uh, so these are all a bunch of little things that added up to being like, the combat doesn't feel so good. And now it d- definitely right. feels a whole lot better.
0: I think it'll help make a better first impression with the game. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's, and there's also a reverse button now. Uh, there's a button to back up, which is really, really nice. Um, even though that's not as much of a problem in the, in the gameplay as, as anymore because they tweak the AI. Um it's just nice having that backup button. It just feels natural rather than having to like try and point backwards or something. Yeah. But uh, I am super impressed with this. And like I said, I cannot wait to um, jump in. And, and like you said, with the sword, like to me, the biggest thing I've noticed so far is definitely the sword fighting itself, which, you know, if you're doing so, if you're sword fighting throughout the half of, or, you know, 50%, this game is a stealth mixture. So um, it's whatever you want to do, but, uh, but I like just ran out just to test this out. I just ran out, got seen by everybody, and just started taking them head on. And yeah, I mean, even the enemies, the way they move, just feels more, just like it just feels more polished uh, in the in the sword fighting. And they the guy they were mixing up moves. They were they were doing different combos. They were um, throwing all sorts of stuff at me, and I was pairing and and countering. And ah, uh, it's just really satisfying. And I definitely noticed. That they messed with the rumble a little bit um mm-hmm. because like it felt really fast and like it felt like it was fast forwarded before and now it just feels a little bit more realistic a little bit more immersive and just fun it's just straight up more fun which is a big deal um but yeah. they also did uh they also took away the thing where if you try to uh to run to the end of a level yep. you can't you have to kill all the enemies first that's huge um They they increased the difficulty overall, and you know this game wasn't too difficult to begin with, but but I like that because it's like it it makes you kind of I don't know it makes you have to kind of earn it. It's not like a it's not like a uh, neo level of difficulty, you know what I mean, or or Demon Souls level. It's not like this brutal punishing thing, but it's it's nice and challenging, Um, man. Lots of stuff, lots of good stuff here. I love it, man.
1: Yeah, being not not being able to choose the level anymore because so so frequently right. when I was doing when I was playing for review, I was like, let's just see how this works. Or I got, I got tired of you know just fighting every enemy or trying to sneak past. them, I was like, I'm just going to run. Boom, boom, boom. I'm going to tell you minute know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dodge and just kind of like race my way to the exit. And by the end of the level, I had five dudes chasing me and I was just like, boom, next level. And it was like, Oh, well, that was easy. <laughs> That's a simple way to take down that shit. You get tired of right. like actually playing the game. You can just race through it. And it's really, really nice that they took that away because it just makes, makes way more sense. Now it's like, you have to complete the challenges. You have to either sneak by them or kill them. Uh, it's just so much better. Now I had way more fun taking down multiple enemies now that the patch is live because, yeah, because when two would race up at me at once before, I'd be like, I'm not dealing with this shit. I'd I just keep yeah, uh, it's too cluttered hopping behind me or whatever. But now I felt like I could take down two much much easier. Uh, dealing with that uh, just it made it seemed to make more sense. I don't I don't know exactly what they did. Obviously, the combat feels better, but just being able to deal with multiple enemies at once felt better. But even better than that was being on top of a roof and then sending Haru out. To, to distract someone now if you if, if you put her in front of somebody they go oh like they're like oh my god <laughs> look yeah, why is it there's a wolf that's... here and then you can just jump yeah. down boom, you know or you can i mean there's just so many different things you can do to distract enemies and get them get one walking one way go jump down take care of another one and then it's just it, it felt like these these improvements allowed me to strategize more and, and have a little bit more fun taking down multiple enemies whether they're coming at me or whether i'm just being stealthy about it
0: yeah, I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to fight the bosses. That's what that's the last thing I have to check out with this. But everything just the combat itself felt so much more improved, so much more polished. And that's a big deal because quite frankly, I thought this game, aside from the the sword fighting itself, I thought this game nailed just about every other thing. I mean, don't sleep on this game, folks. It's really good. It's six plus hours it's six hours and replayable i would say Mm. uh it has fantastic stealth it has amazing level design the levels are really gorgeous and they get better as you go on um so yeah man it is it is time everyone who's been waiting uh you should absolutely pick this game up now i i give give it two thumbs up you have to do it man
1: I give it a thumb and a half. Um, Dan Kiefer says, "Does this change your Arashi score?" Uh, yeah, it's it was a 7.9 because all those little things again just added up and being like, "Ooh, I don't like combat." <laughs> like I did, and I did fight a boss by the way, um, b- b- right before the show, and uh, and it, I am gonna I only fought one boss. It felt better. I don't think it's. I, I I feel like we're still gonna have the same issue with all the bosses that they all still feel the same because I was just like, "Yep, here we go. This is dead." um but yeah it does change my score i'd be in the low eights at this point oh uh, 8.3 maybe 8.4 something along those lines i'd have to really consider it and maybe play the patch a little bit more to be honest with you dan we also got piotrek f i, I probably pronounced that wrong with uh 10 snakes on a plane it says really enjoy your podcast hype for PSBR 2 thank you very much you know it'd be better if it was piotrek f the game cat just saying <laughs> thank
0: you piotrek <laughs> um We have fun doing it, man, and it's great when there's lots of stuff to talk about, Uh, isn't there, Brian?
1: Indeed, indeed, and uh, and, and dude, Arashi wasn't the only game today that got a huge update. A game that came out yesterday, Song in the Smoke, got a day two update, which was, uh, we really thought this was going to be there at launch, so if anybody experienced some bugs uh, yesterday when first playing it. Uh, my apologies go to you. I know that I know 17 bit should be apologizing to you, but I'm going to apologize because I was told these things would be there at launch. Um, dude, this patch, I don't know if it's version 1.1 or 1.2, whatever the hell they called it. This patch is incredible. Did did you get a chance to mess around with it a little bit? This one, I have
0: not gotten the chance to, to dive deep into it. I didn't have enough time, unfortunately. Um, but tell me all about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a little bit of everything, honestly. Uh, any little thing that that bothered you shouldn't bother you anymore. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is the uh, the mortar and pellet. No, remind me what they're, what is called mortar and pestle. Pestle, pestle. pestle. I was thinking the billet, right? The pestle. So you you, you grab P- your pestle. little pestle. <laughs> you grab your little stone bowl <laughs> and you you throw uh, an herb into it and then you take your pestle yeah. and you you mash it up. Now, when I was first playing it, I would try to actually grab the pestle like out like from the side of the bowl and because of weird collision detection shit, it would knock the herb out of the oh, bowl. Like a oh, flying, yeah. it would be like, "Ah, oh, go running after it, please! I don't want to lose it. I need this right now." Right? Um, and I learned over time if I if, if I grab it from like a foot away, that it wouldn't do that anymore. Um, but of course, you know, now now with this new patch, you can actually grab it and uh, and they actually remove collision detection for like two seconds just to make sure that you will not knock that shit out of the bowl. It's a little things like that where there's where we're just it's just feels more refined and everything just feels better uh i mean it's and it's stupid little visual improvements too like when you open up your inventory um you know how it looks like it's on like a a big cloak because it is it's your cloak right right it that cloak is now cloth If all the, all the items fall down onto it and then the edges of it it almost falls, falls like a tablecloth over the corners where it's just, it's just oh, nice. little visual improvements like that uh, and little physics yeah. improvements and collision detection improvements and everything just feels more refined so I'm feeling more and more confident that my, my 10 out of 10 score is absolutely man if, if you experience a little bug or a little glitch here or there I'm guessing those things no longer exist because everything just feels better now
0: well that is awesome uh, I can't wait to check that out more. I have a lot more to play in this game. Um, and speaking of which, Brian, it is time to have a little
1: discussion about "Song in the Smoke." Yeah, it is. <laughs> dude, so I was looking forward happy. to checking out that update. <laughs> so so happy we finally get to talk about this, dude. Woo! Oh man, one one of those games where you jump in and you're just like, I have no idea what to expect. You know, we've seen we've seen trailers, and the developer talks big about it and says, "Oh, you know, this, this, I'm so excited! I can't wait for people to play our game." You know, I can't stop right. playing the game. You know, Jake Kastal from 17bit, so excited! Everybody seems to love that interview, but you know, it, we were like, "Is he full of shit?" <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> uh, and we just there's just so much to like about this game. So after I talk after I talk to Red Rover the effing game cat about his $20 tip, who says, "I've been out of the loop for a while since." star wars squadrons since before star wars squadrons finally getting back up again should song in the smoke be my first game purchase back in i asked because the stream title mentions game of the year
0: yeah, I'm trying to think what happened since
1: squadrons yeah so yeah you can you can skip everything else <laughs> yeah. uh, although aj <laughs> just said not to sleep on arashi so i don't maybe you should consider that one too
0: this is true yeah. this is true
1: yeah uh, but yeah, good I to would, have you
0: back, Rob. I, I would Robert. say
1: I would say if you want an amazing VRAF experience, this is, this is an amazing, amazing way to start. So let's let's tackle this the way we always tackle new games. AJ, what do you love about Song of the Smoke? This is going to be a fourteen-hour conversation.
0: Everything. Okay, let me be real here. This yeah. will be a little bit different. I loved my experience of my first playthrough yeah. of it uh, entirely. And it was, it was so mind blowing uh, going through this game, and you know we were calling each other, and we were like, "Hey, what do you do here? What what is this?" And and like you know that rarely happens because a lot of the times VR games can be kind of shallow or short, uh, and this was like a week long thing of staying up till five a.m. This is the kind of shit that like I'm a gamer for for reasons like this i haven't had a game that made me stay up till 5 a.m playing it in a long time and this is what i live for man uh and yeah uh i'm gonna kick things off and and just say god where do i even start brian where do i start with this can you help me out here yeah
1: i mean i I don't i don't know uh i mean let's let's start with the basics man like audio visual right that's a super basic way to start
0: so this game looks great uh, and it is so much bigger than what I was expecting. <laughs> this game, it's not like a traditional kind of open world. It's more like huge open areas and it feels like an open world. It, it doesn't really have a lot of loading screens or the when you're in a level, there's there's nothing dividing that level up. Um, it is It's got some exploration in it. It's absolutely gorgeous. And I love the art style. They did a video on on the artist um, who, who worked on the game. And, you know, the, the game starts off and it's like this giant two-headed crow in your face. And you're like, okay, that's cool. Like, you know, I like the tone they're setting here. And then it lifts up and it's got this, like, <laughs> creepy face on it. And I was like, okay, that's the greatest thing I've seen in a long time. I miss games that have a creativity That uh, have a unique, just true to themselves art style and can be a little weird sometimes. And this game has some of those, some of the art style is like um, a mix of like some fantasy, fantastical elements, uh, which makes it exciting. Because if it was just a pure, oh, and you're in the woods and it's hyper realistic and it's just survival, it can take away the game from it. And so I feel like the visual style of this really has that gamified element to it, which I really love.
1: Yeah, no, I love the art style. I think it's beautiful. Uh, And I especially love how when everything comes together perfectly, when you've got uh, the sun, you know, coming up over the horizon and this draw distance that seems to go on for the you can see like half the level or the entire level depending on the time of day or, or if there's fog or not um, and it's just everything you know flock of birds flying overhead waterfalls the sun it's just like wow this is this is a beautiful game what would, would I like a, a very realistic uh, survival game like one that actually looks like i 'm in the forest at some point, absolutely, but this I feel like suits the mood and suits the tone of the game very very well um because it does it does feel a little bit fantastical, uh especially considering that the animals that you're running into seem they 're not like oh it 's not just here here 's a deer it 's a grazer, and it 's not oh here 's whatever it's it's, it's a, it 's not a raptor it 's a uh right it, it's it om- st- 's
0: as Screecher, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: and so it's almost it's almost prehistoric, right? And but it's but it's also right. like this level of fantasy that goes along with it, um, and so yeah, so I just I just like the world that they created here. Now, yeah, now above and beyond anything else, man, I think I think it's this. My review, I think your impressions, your every everything. I, I think whenever anybody talks about this game, the thing they're going to talk about the most is the sense of discovery, which is why. Yeah. I kind of like, which is why I was like, oh, we're going to do a tips video because people are going to need one. Oh, we're going to have to do a review because people are going to want to know what we think and whether they should buy it. We're going to have to talk about this on Gamescast uh, because we're so excited about it and it's potentially our game of the year but man, it's like, I don't want to say a word. I want to go. I want everyone to kind of go in blind the same way that we went in and be like, how do you do this? And how do you build that? And what the hell? And then when you figure those things out, you feel like the man, you're like, I'm fucking the king of the jungle right now. I remember texting you at one point. I was like, I (laughs) own this fucking jungle. Right. (laughs) I I just learned to after it took me five hours to learn to build, uh, learn how to make clothes. Because I was just <laughs> yeah because I you know we don't have anybody like helping us along or guiding us or let's plays to watch or anything along those lines and so no. I was like I don't I didn't even see that in the menu right and so I saw that my character was naked and that there was ways to put clothes on him or her and I just didn't know how to do that it took me five hours and then once I did yep. that I, I st- stayed in the same area I stayed in the hunting grounds and then like the valley for an extraordinary amount of time uh, and so I sp- I stayed in those early areas a very very long time to level up and then. And and then realizing this is whole other mechanic that I've been ignoring, and now when I p- equip clothes on my character, I, I, I realize that I'm more resistant to the cold. I'm more. I've got more damage resistance. I'm better at stealth. Right. right. And these are the three main attributes for clothes. And I was like, oh my god, I was I already thought I was doing pretty good, and now I'm like covered in clothing that improves all my attributes. I'm like, it just made me feel really incredible like i really really was like this it made me feel powerful like i like i was owning the game and and that very quickly right. turned around after i moved a couple areas yeah
0: i love a lot of games in the past that are kind of that can be like brutal difficult or like um dating back to all, all the way i've always loved those games that kind of drop you in the game and they don't explain anything, and they're just like, fuck you, yeah. like, figure it out. Totally. And this game does not totally do that, luckily, which I think is good because it makes it more accessible to more people. Um, it's not something you have to worry about being like insanely hard, but it is a challenge to kind of figure it out uh, how to do certain things, and that that fulfillment of figuring those things out is wonderful. Um, and the the sense of discovery, like you mentioned, I mean, there's a depth to when to that uh, statement on this game, because it's part of the, there's a discovery to the world, to yourself, your abilities, to the gameplay, Mm -hmm. to uh, you know, the next thing I would love to talk about when, when we talked about what makes a game, a 10 out of 10 to me, it was, I said a game that kind of like revolutionizes something or does something better than anyone else. Um, And to me, this game, I, I love survival, uh, and I think this game does lots of survival. One of the things that complements that so well is the crafting in this game. This game, I think, has the deepest, uh, like most interactive crafting system that we've seen in quite a long time. I think it was Dan Kiefer that was asking what what survival games have you played besides. Um, uh, Saints and Sinners, the Solus Project. The Solus Project was an amazing survival game that you had to drink water, eat food, you know, survive the cold, survive the heat, um, things like that. But it didn't have this. You would pick up stuff and you'd press a button. Uh, this game. You physically craft everything together, and that, and you know, talk about Saints and Sinners as well. In Saints and Sinners, you gather all the resources, but then you you typically go to a menu and you press something. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of games that I can say do something better than Saints and Sinners, and this does crafting better than Saints and Sinners, and I mean that in the biggest forms of compliments to both sides here, yes. um, because we all know how I feel about Saints and Sinners, and I and the fact that some there's kind of a new game on the scene that has managed to do something in an, a specific area better is a huge deal.
1: Yeah, you know, it's I don't I don't think we could go uh, all throughout history and say that that Song of the Smoke is the best survival game ever made. I've played a ton of game, ton of survival games on the flat screen that probably rivaled this, right, as far as just gameplay mechanics. And, uh, and, and, and the progression systems and, and the depth of the maps and how far you can take things. But we're generally talking about games in a bubble here. We're generally talking about VR games. And so we haven't had a ton of survival games. I would consider no man's sky, a survival game. Uh, yeah. you know, obviously saints and sinners is one, it feels like to a lesser extent. Um, and, uh, and this obviously is one in the Solus project. And I'm, and I'm not sure if I can think of too many other ones. I don't think we'd call Island time, a survival game in all fairness, um, I mean, it is, but it's a right. different type of survival. This is a surviving in the wilderness.
0: Souls Project was surviving on an alien planet. Saints and Sinners is surviving the zombie apocalypse. So it's right. it's different forms of survival, uh, I would say, that do that do impact the game and change it up significantly.
1: Right. And so when we're talking about this, I like to talk about it in, in the sense of PSVR because that's what this channel is all about, and that's the games that we play more than anything else. Um, so... In my book, absolutely. I think I think it does crafting better than any other PSVR game we've played. And mostly because it's VRAF. You know, when you're able to actually take out a stick and take out a knife and go... Yeah. And you get immediate gratification because not only are you uh, are you fashioning that into the shape of an arrow, but you're also getting the, the bark bindings that you need to... To create right. things later and, and, and kind of glue things together, you know, and then to, to pound the rock with the with the billet uh, to make an arrowhead and putting these all together and then killing a screecher and putting the feather on like to make, you know, and then and then just on top of it all, man, it's like later on in the game as you progress, you know, you're finding better rocks and better sticks and you can look at the stats on these things to create better arrows like it's so it's not just like, oh, I can only make arrows for my bow and arrow. It's like, yeah, you, but you can make better arrows as you progress and it's like start stocking up on that shit right uh so there's right. like i don't know like the the i think maybe maybe there's a, a level here compared to saints and Sinners where i'm like man i wish that maybe i had a little more weapon variety potentially uh because it's like i've got this fucking awesome glove and i can upgrade it i've got this fucking awesome bow and arrow and i can upgrade it mm. but those are those are the uh those they are do the essential slightly. weapons they, they,
0: they, There's a little bit more than that. Again, I don't want to give anything away. Right. There's a little bit more variation to that. And that's that's kind of what they did, was they took something and they, they added a little bit of depth to it. Um, and, yeah, there's, there's a lot of secrets in this game, too. So it really rewards you for expo- exploration, um, which is, like, one of my favorite things ever. That is probably... I mean, that has always been the thing... Uh, That has kept me going in a lot of games. I mean, that's why I love No Man's Sky so much is the exploration. Mm -hmm. And this game does a great job of, you know, you see these. It's like, how many games have we seen in the past? Um, But in this game, we you see this tiny little opening, uh, this tiny little space in the level. And you're like, I wonder if there's (laughs) something. And you go there and then suddenly it's leading you down this whole entire path with some rewards at the end of it. It's like, boom. Found it, and I love that. So there's there's depth to the game uh, in many many layers. It's not just the crafting. Um, there's exploration. There's the survival. What, what we talked about. What do you think of the survival uh, that's in there?
1: I'm very very thankful that this game doesn't seem as brutal when it comes to some of the survival elements. Yes, you're gonna die a lot your first time through, but it's also it also feels super fair, right? So you've got it. You've got your health meter. And if you're poisoned or if you're freezing cold or if you're hungry and that and those meters max out and it's like, okay, your body can't handle this anymore. Now it's going to start affecting your health. Then you've still got some time. You still get some time to deal with that. And I've played so many survival games where you have to eat every four seconds. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, like, let's, let's I know this is a video game, but like. A, let's make it fun. And B, let's make it fair. Right. Like let's make this like a little tiny little bit realistic where I don't have to eat every fucking five seconds. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um and so I, I definitely uh I think it's I think it's it's the survival elements are really well balanced, I think. Right? So so that if you're if you're diving in, you're gonna be like, Oh, this is way more fun. Now, I do have to say, if you bought this yesterday and you haven't played the patch yet, it's harder now. <laughs> It's actually harder (laughs) now because one of the things, uh, one, one of the things I love to do was kind of cheese the night, right. Where it's like, I'm just going to harvest some organs or something to make the, make the time go by faster in the middle of the night, dude, you're, this didn't happen to me at all previously, but all on on your little tribal watch, if you're cold or if you're hungry or anything like that, those levels go start skyrocketing when you speed up time to harvest. And your and your health will start going, like it is. So it's it's actually harder today than it was yesterday, um, and so it's you do have to keep an eye on these things and keep an eye on all your stats. Uh, but but again, you
0: I, don't I, want any exploits in the game. You don't want a way to exploit no. the game that takes the fun out of it. Absolutely and, not. Yeah. Now for me, the the one difference between Solus Project and this, um, which I think again the survival, I think is. Also, one of the best in this game. The one thing I liked about Souls Project was you had to drink water as well and stay hydrated. Um, but this has—I like the uh, the form of you know the ways of keeping making yourself warmer uh, and and things like that. Um, But, you know, the survival elements are great. Uh, It it keeps you kind of – it creates this awesome game loop. I think Braxbro was asking, it has depth, but is it fun depth? Yes. The game loop in this game is super addicting. You can – like, I I, I watched some of your stream back, um, Brian, and um, you were saying, like, how there was one part where you weren't progressing in the game but you were still just having so much fun <laughs> yeah. because the game was that's what happened to me with Saints and Sinners and this Same. game um which was yeah like I knew I was like I really wanted to to get through the the level but I was like but it'll be so much more fun and rewarding if I actually camp here for the night one more night or or go collect some things go on a short little trip and come right back and and then decide to sleep so there's this thing about survival games that I absolutely love, and I've said this uh, a couple times now. But it, and it, this game is true to it, which is when you're not physically doing something for the game, physically playing some gameplay element that it has added, yeah. you have to be thinking about your, your next move or thinking about what the best next best move or decision is to make, and which one and, and how it's going to benefit you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, now that I'll, now that the new patch is in, uh, I, I jumped in to just play before uh, before the show, just to make sure that I had some idea of what the patches were all about. Uh, and immediately I was hooked again. Immediately I was hooked again. I I think I'd said uh, I th- I don't know where I said it, but I did say it somewhere <laughs> that uh, you know you and I were under the impression that this game was way shorter than it was. You and I we're playing through and playing through and playing through and playing through. And then we were like, oh, okay, well, I'm on the last area. And I don't know, like, I think we got that impression from Jake's interview and it turns out that that wasn't the last area. And we are like, Oh, well, this must be the last area. And we go to the next area. We're like, this must be the last area. And so we get to the point where like, you know, I'd spent six, seven hours on each area initially, right? The first three maps I've yeah. forever on just like making Did sure I made... six or seven hours. I mean, Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I definitely spent hours on each one. Not in the tutorial. I know you blasted through, man. Like when you told me like where you were and you had caught up to me, I was like, this is incredible. Like I, I, I'm really curious crazy, to hear. You're crazy,
0: man. Dude. I kept telling Brian he was crazy because he, he was like, I'm going out every single night. I'm like, that's the opposite of what you're supposed no way. to be doing. There are, there are benefits
1: to, be- to going out at night. And like, and so, even though it's, true. even though it's scary to go out at night, I, you know me, man, I'm all about, uh, level progression or i'm all about uh uh, uh in, in, like uh, permanent stat updates upgrades
0: right 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 and
1: and so when going out at night is one of the few ways for permanent stat upgrades i'm like i'm all about it man i'm like give me a fucking torch we're heading out we're doing this right and, and of course i go be-
0: i go for the attack not not the defensive upgrades i've always just go i i run around like a glass cannon in most games because <laughs> i you can kill something fast enough before it kills you Usually you're in you're in good shape, but if you have no attack power and and you have lots of defense, then it just it just takes you longer to die, and you're not doing any damage to any enemies. It's just well, classic uh, game that, thing I do.
1: That's great, and I'm happy that you do that. But dude, I mean, again, when I spent so long on each map, I was doing both. I was making sure that I had the best arrows i was making sure that i had upgraded all of my weapons in the in, to the point where i was i felt powerful and then i'm like i'm going out at night now and before i leave this map i'm gonna find all of those upgrades and so it was for me it was both uh dude we have so many tips to take care of can you do you mind if we hit pause for a second and get through these Go
0: ahead. we got Go ahead.
1: nihilus ryan the game feline with the five dollar tip says tip in the chat with a heart a heart right back to you Niles ryan
0: you? nihilus ryan the game feline thank you
1: Let's get Peter Cordova with the $5 tips. He has 170 people watching and only 66 likes. Friendly reminder, minimize the video and like the video. Minimize the video and like the video. Thanks for the hard work, guys. Okay, back to Song and the Shrimp. <laughs> That's kind of true. Never ends. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Peter. We also got Mad Max, the underground VR game cat, still on parole. With the $5 tip says, Guys, I love it and own it on all the platforms. Wow. <laughs> cool. That's cool. If this was PSVR Sunset, I would be happy with it anytime I died. It was my fault. I love this game. I felt the same way. I, I it's true. I didn't die at all on yesterday's live stream, but I certainly died quite a few times while reviewing this Oh, I heard
0: about that, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I was, uh, you know, there was a a big boar, and I was going up to the boar, and I was like, yeah, I'll just bash him with the club, shoot him with some arrows, it'll be all right. And I was just standing next to him, and it just turns to the left, it goes, and like (laughs) gores me, like right through the stomach, and I just died, and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess uh, I forgot uh, this game has... uh, It'll punish you if you if you mess around too much
1: yeah yeah big time man there was there was one time i turned around and there was a line right in my face i was like i didn't even hear you like i've got the sound not on oh stream God, but der- yeah when i was reviewing because i'm like oh man you know i wish this game was scarier because you know me i want everything to be scary and then one time it scared the living fuck out of me i was like jesus um i was like okay it was it's a jump, scary. Yeah,
0: i did get jump scared a little bit i think i don't remember what it was but i did turn around and something was like right in my face and yeah um he, usually like i mean the me. 3d the 3d audio and the audio design in this game is yep. fantastic and usually if there's an enemy getting closer it starts playing this like ominous music and uh and you know one of the things that if you know you basically part of the game loop is and part of the progression is you're trying to find these song stones. It teaches you that in the tutorial. And, and whenever you're near one, you hear this, ah, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like this, like, tribal chanting uh, kind of music. Yeah. It's actually really nice, though.
1: It is. It is. And it certainly helps you find uh, find your way around a little bit. Um, yeah. And, you know, especially near the beginning of the game, you're, you're not very powerful. And you're going to want to be uh, crouched in the crouch position. And when that happens, everything, the the game kind of. Desaturates the color, desaturates, and it highlights uh, like paw prints or or, or or animal tracks in the ground. You can see, and so, if you're hunting yeah, something, right, or if you shot one arrow at something, then it, it'll be bleeding, and you can follow the right. blood paths uh, all the way to you know eventually find the animal that you're hunting. It's 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 an uh, I think it's an underrated gameplay mechanic, um, and I think it's underrated because I don't think you need it after a certain point. Uh, after a couple hours into the game, I don't think you really need it that much anymore. Uh, but it is good because I think it heightens the audio, and then you can start hearing where things are around you. So if you are in big trouble, if you've got, if you've got some health, uh, if you're low on health and you're trying to make your way back to camp, then you might want to do that every so often to make sure something's not tracking you. Uh,
0: yeah. You, I mean, now that we've, we're talking about everything, mm. like there's so much more I could keep going on and on. And, yeah, this is, this is something really special. I mean – um Oh man, we didn't even get to the com- like some of the combat and and the fighting and and some of taking down some of the animals, yeah. um, and like you said, but you did mention the tracking, like when you you have these hunts you go on at some point in the game, or if you're hunting an animal down to try and harvest and get like you know resources from it, um, yeah, that is super cool. Like like you said, the tracking and the blood trail uh, that is a really cool mechanic, and the stealth in the game uh, can be pretty cool as well, and that's just another element to this game and it and it lets you kind of one thing I loved about your review is when you said like the story that's in this game is kind of your story and the way you experience this game is it gives you a lot of freedom and there's lots of different play styles um all these sorts of things so you end up feeling like you had your own story of survival and um and just overcoming these conditions and. And going on this journey. It's a very like it's a, it's got this hybrid caveman, uh Tarzan, spiritual kind of hybrid uh setting and story that is just so cool and it works so well together.
1: Dude, I, I'm so, so, so happy that this game does not bog you down with cutscenes. I'm so so happy. Right. It, it happens there's there's occasional cutscenes and it's kind of nice to get a quick little break, you know, and, and a little rewarding and it, it's and it's actually giving you some tips on how to proceed uh during those cutscenes. But I don't but you go for hours and hours and hours frequently without seeing a single one. And and then when you do see one, it's twenty seconds long at most. The right. the story in this game is the story of your journey. Like and, story through gameplay. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like, you, you just, I've got all of these different memories of, of And it's all about discovery and it's all about, you know, what, how you decided to survive and, and whether you decided to be cautious or you decided to be aggressive and, and just run out and, and just, and just t- try to take control of the jungle and whether you're successful or unsuccessful, like this is, this is a better story in my book than a lot of games that have actual constructed told stories that are just like spoon fed to you. Uh, I have better memories of this game of and again it's there's no real story that's being told to you and i love the story in this game i love it yeah
0: yeah it's basically just go hunt some stuff and survive and (laughs) and then well there actually is a story once you complete it it kind of makes a little bit more sense but it's a it's like a generic kind of game story but but like you said the the experience is what it's all about um that's way more important than the story and it has the gameplay and the depth it's not a it's not a story driven game it's a it's a gameplay uh driven game which you know is just a totally fine by me um yeah. we, so there was a couple other tips we got, got three
1: more tips away. here we got hugh guyver with the australian three dollars says i can't wait to try song in the smoke uh psvr without parole uh, I think those are... Fire,
0: fire, fire. Oh, those Piece are fires. Money,
1: bag. Well, You should see what these things look like when I copy them into a notepad document. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Hugh. We also get Donatello, the scientist game cap. By the way, how's that puzzle bobble review challenge coming, my friend? That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, $5 tip says, I love watching AJ's and Brian's live streams of Song of the Smoke, but you really have to experience this one in the headset. I really felt like I was in this world. Donnie, I'm, I'm with you on that 100%, and I think that, honestly, uh, I, the only reason I wanted to stream it was because there were a lot of people who just didn't know what to think of this game and that they were, they were unconvinced that they should try it. Um, I think the preferred way to play this game is to not watch a review and to not watch a tips guide, not watch our live streams, literally just go buy the game and play it. Like that is, it was an amazing, amazing time seeing everything for myself for the first time in the headset. And I I hope that most people out there get to do the same thing.
0: Well, the good thing is like from the trailer, you kind of see a little bit of the game and the good thing is they don't show you the rest, the depth, the actual depth that the game has, or the actual quality that the game has. So they were smart when they because that's one of the reasons I thought the game was going to be a lot smaller than it actually is, um, because they did a good job of kind of hiding, uh, you know, a, a lot more stuff in the game. It's so, also seven um, megabytes,
1: seven megabytes this game is seven megabytes seven i'm kidding it's it's what what is it like four gig or something like that but i, was <laughs> I thought it was like i think it's like two a two gig download or something it's like ridiculously that, small it's like the smallest <laughs> one of the smallest psvr games i've ever downloaded and the game is huge like they, they really know their shit over there
0: um, yeah but i agree with with donatello what he's saying when it comes to vr we love immersion and this game is super immersive i mean you feel like you're living. I've been loving Endeavor once. <laughs> they, their comments, they're just like me for the past couple of days. Just feel like a caveman, like, mm-hmm. like, and I agree. Like you, these worlds, this world in this game, you can get lost and immersed in for so long. And it doesn't even matter if you make progress or not. Like you're gonna feel like you, you just want to live out there and and survive. Yeah, and you feel like you're there
1: i did i wanted to live out there i wanted to exist in that world and i did for 30 hours man i know yeah. i I spent way more time in this game than you did you beat it far faster than i did but man like i it took me 30 hours to beat this game and i, well, I only
0: did because, because of review if i if i didn't have to beat like play it for review which i'm gonna go back even that's same. the beauty of it as well is like it is fun to keep playing and keep going and discover everything you want. There's a platinum trophy in it.
1: And oh, and the that platinum. I would love to get. Uh, need the platinum. The, yes. Yes. I'm not that yeah. far away from platinum, it, honestly.
0: Yeah, and the platinum, you know, you beat the game and you just, uh, you basically complete each area and, and that's about it. Um, so yeah. it's not, it's not. doesn't seem like it's too hard to obtain. It's, you probably get 38, I'd say it's about a 30 hours to platinum kind of game.
1: I mean, more. I'm certain I'm, I'm probably I probably got another 10 hours that I need to put into this game. Honestly, I like looking back uh, and seeing like how I just blasted through the last three stages completely. Like didn't you should see my map on the last three areas, my map, which, by the way, is great. You just pull it out like Saints and Sinners. They moved it down a little bit uh, because I kept grabbing up here and I couldn't grab it when I was doing my when I was running around. Uh, and now with the patch, it's further down. And uh, and so you okay. look down, you can actually see it a little bit easier. It's, it's a better yeah. placement um dude i i wish i could remember all the different things that they did in the patches because the patch is just incredible um but anyway yeah so i gotta go back and like really really explore the last three areas because i literally ran from one stone to another stone to another stone killed the boss moved out i was like all right let's go um we got alberto the game gato with the 50 mexican pesos says we need a full aj tribal chant singing oh singing number Hashtag higher AJ.
0: higher AJ. Hashtag higher AJ. It's
1: got to be somebody out good? there. Somebody out there has to be up. <laughs> I think I did. Sure. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also get genetic blast me the reverse engineered game cap with the five dollar tip says, my two biggest qualms: lack of proper sprinting. Okay. Well, hold on. Let's take this one at a time. I, I say maybe, uh, maybe he's on something. So maybe a double tap on the move could you know like we don't there's no stamina meter man i think this this is the trade-off yeah. there's no stamina meter so I, I don't i don't really know how you how you implement that a sprint,
0: a, a sprint with us a, with a stamina bar that drains yeah it wouldn't be bad because yeah. the thing is so we i could talk about what i and just like just uh go over like um everything i love about this game which is basically everything um, right. but you know, when we do a review, we do have to be kind of critical sometimes. And we, and you know, I don't know if you wanted to address some of the, some of the little, maybe little tiny negatives that sure. we have.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let me just, um, um, the other half of this tip though, uh, the, right. other, <laughs> he's got three complaints. Uh, so the lack of proper sprinting, super short days, by the way, addressed in patch one, the days are, yes. the days are longer now. Uh, the days so, are
0: longer. So for you,
1: sure. you're all set there. Also your third complaint, the bow angle is all wrong. Check, I don't know about that. Check. I mean, it feels weird. It's in your hand, and it's not quite exactly the way it would be in your hand. Now, check in the options now because I checked in the options, and it does seem like there are angle options for both weapons. Uh, double check that for me, but I'm pretty sure they addressed that in today's patch as well. Um, so two out of three, not too bad, right? Not bad for day one. Yeah. Um. um so yeah, what, what what complaints do you have? Uh, they're they're more like personal preferences.
0: Um, you know, there's the the jumping. Uh, I I, there's I'm so torn on this I was really torn on this at first and you mentioned this in your review is that the jumping and the climbing Mm -hmm. is more like a teleport style thing Um, and to me it's like I love what they did because it's easy it's accessible it doesn't wear you out if you're exhausted all like from a long day of work it's like you're not going to get tired from from going and climbing that being said I I would have liked maybe an option to to be able to grab ledges and climb up. Um, I would have liked the option to maybe a hardcore survival mode or like a hardcore mode where you accidentally walk off the side of a cliff and die if if you uh, accidentally do that. But I understand, but I never dinged it as a negative to the game because of how smooth the game plays and and how smooth it is, how non-frustrating that, that, you know, that could – with how many mountains and things you can climb up in that game, that could introduce a lot of issues that could be really problematic. So definitely not. Definitely more of a personal preference. I still hope to see if that's even possible in the future in an update. Um, but but um, not a big deal. And that's that's one of my very few. The, one of the other few was that there were some bugs and whatnot that I experienced. Um,
1: Which should all be taken care of today. today. Right it Which should. seems
0: like they've all been addressed from from what I can tell, so that's that's out of the you know that's not a problem anymore, but um you know even even with the jumping and climbing mechanic, I wouldn't mind like you know it has this long air like line that comes out of it, and I'm just all about like as many immersive things as possible, so I would love to be able to you know Sirento was like one of the first games I can remember playing v r games. That when you jumped, it had this line that like pointed, and then they eventually added it where it was just a dot, and and that dot was like so much better because it wasn't like this huge immersion breaking thing that popped up. So mm. it's more like a little nitpick kind of thing. Like I said, maybe not. It's not ne- necessarily a negative, as like this could be better in the future with with some updates, uh, getting rid of the. Turn, turning off the tips that pop up, turning off the, any, like, uh, the lines for, and the jumping and the, you know, big colorful green stuff and, you yeah. know, just kind of trimming that down.
1: I'm, I'm going to say uh, when I was playing today, I didn't see nearly as many uh, tips in the later levels. Uh, as, as the, So I, I do think that that might have been addressed as well. There were also tips um, that I hadn't seen before. Like the, I was getting, I was getting sleepy and a tip said, Hey, you're like, like right there in the world said, Hey, you're getting sleepy. Maybe you should take a nap or something like that. And I was like, Oh, wait a minute. You've never just put that message up in the world before for me. So I do think that th- that some of this has already been addressed. I do think that maybe it's contextual now a little bit more like, Hey, if you are bleeding out, maybe it's going to tell you, I can take care of that shit. You know? Um, yeah,
0: it, it'll be interesting to see, uh, Donna. Oh, yeah. He, he says, The blue grid needs to have an option to turn it off. Yes, yes, men. That blue grid should be the number one priority to have a button or something to to get rid of that. Now, it's not like, yeah, it's not as bad as Hitman 3 was. Oh, God. uh, When when Hitman 3 came out, because that thing, you know, that used the dual shock. Mm -hmm. So at least the, the moves track better than the dual shock. But yeah, it's like the grid always pops up when, like, when i'm still in my play space when i'm still get, getting perfectly fine tracking so it's like way too aggressive that needs to be removed because it's just unnecessary and and it's just annoying um but yeah as far as that as far as my complaints goes those are pretty much the only few that i can think of uh that you know the the grid is the big one here uh the the other stuff is more of like a personal preference that would be really cool
1: yeah I'm, I'll go to bat for the grid for sure because, yeah, it, it's it's silly. Like it, it pops up infrequently, but when it does, it, it it's silly. Like it, you know, it kills the immersion when it does, and that's that. Should, there should always be an option to be able to turn those things off. Um, we ha- we yeah. did have a comment from Ray, uh, Roy Schwartz. What's up, Roy? Says, uh, is this game going to have a physical release? As far as we know, nothing. Like nothing is in the works, or nothing's been announced, nothing's planned. Uh, but the but the way this game has been received uh i bet like perp would be crazy for not trying to pick it up on uh, on playstation vr and uh and, but, but we'll see this thing's been getting really good reviews all over the place so maybe even a bigger publisher would pick it up we'll see what happens we'll keep you posted
0: yeah so brian yeah you gave this game a 10 out of 10 I did. and i agree with you i think this is a game this is the type of game that Maybe not everybody uh, will be talking about, and the mainstream won't have any focus on, but this is the kind of game that we jump up and down and say, you need this game. This is a game for real gamers that love deep and full experiences. The game is 15-plus hours. I, I did eventually find my hours uh, in the game, and it took me about 15 hours to beat it. Wow. And uh, And right now I'm at about 21, and I'm going to have probably 30... Uh, to 35 when I finish this game um, but yeah I, I will totally defend that with you um, does it, is every single little nook and cranny perfect no but it's close it, and it does things it excels at things beyond what several other games do uh, and to me that is special I think uh, other developers need to start taking notes about the crafting in this game uh, and how well the crafting system was done. And, and, you know, some of these games coming up, I'm going to be paying attention to them for when they have crafting elements. Is it going to be you just click here and click here on a menu, or is it going to be, no, I have to actually stick this stuff onto to my weapons yeah. and whatnot? Because yeah. that's something I want to see moving forward.
1: Yeah, dude, we're playing games in VR. The more immersion you can implement into your games, the more uh, the more it feels like you're actually interacting with these items. You know, I it's one of the things I really don't like about No Man's Sky is just dragging and dropping things in menus. I feel like that's what I'm doing for most of the time I'm there because I don't understand No Man's Sky yet. <laughs> like it's so I'm constantly like, oh am I supposed to be doing this? I'm sure you guys know how to do it. So it's like ding 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 ding. But at the same time it's like, man, let me let me get these things in my hands and and actually maneuver them and, cra- and do some actual crafting, man. Uh it feels that this is the reason we play VR games, uh is for right. immersion. And I think the immersion in this game is incredible.
0: Yeah, between the world and the crafting and the systems, it is absolutely incredible. It is so good. You have to go pick this game up. And for thirty dollars, they undercharged for this game, guys. (laughs) I think they did. Go buy this game right now because they undercharged for this game severely. Like, it's at least a forty dollars game. I think it was a smart decision because I think more people will buy it at thirty dollars. But this game is worth more than $30 easily. Yeah. It's like a, it, it is on par with a lot of flat screen games in terms of uh, its content and length and depth.
1: Yeah. I 100% agree. So let's answer the question, AJ. Yes. The question we posed in the thumbnail in the video. And that wasn't an
0: answer to the question. That was a, that was a agreeing with you that let's answer the question.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> is Song in the Smoke our game of the year?
0: Oh, I'll tell you what, man. There have been some awesome, awesome games this year. And honestly, since Hitman 3, there's been some games that have come out that have gotten close. Um, Arashi Castles of Sin actually is one of them. Uh, Blair Witch was a nice surprise. Mm -hmm. And... um, But to me... The difference between that separates "Song in the Smoke" and um, and Hitman Three is the VRness, the immersiveness, and I feel like the same argument that I make for Saints and Sinners being above Resident Evil Seven, even though Resident Evil Seven could be a better game. I feel like when it's built for VR, when it when it shows you what VR is capable of, uh, it 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 gets a little bit of an edge, and I feel like that's kind of the same case here where I might 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 think that Hitman three could be a slightly better game in some way in many ways but or in whatever way, but this is built for v R this is super immersive, this has all these immersive features, and so I think i I have to give at this very second I'm gonna say yes, Brian absolutely um my game of the year so far uh but i will say i i'm i want to play more of this arashi uh update and and see how that affects the entire game um because it's right now for me the game of the year is between hitman 3 song in the smoke and arashi but i'm gonna give it to song in the smoke as of right now
1: yeah i don't i honestly don't uh there's no contest for me whatsoever. I, as much as I loved Hitman, uh, it it is funny. Like I don't mind not having move support in Resident Evil Seven. Would I like it? Of course I would. Um, but but Resident Evil Seven, I was like, God, this game plays amazingly. I, I don't. I think the head tracking was fantastic. Everything just feels really good. Especially, I mean, I just I just absolutely love that game. You guys know that. Um, but then Hitman didn't feel that good to me as far as uh, tracking the dual shock and being like i'm holding a shotgun and this is how i'm going to fire at somebody like uh, right and so so hitman it is because of the lack of move support that hitman is sort of out of the running for me when it when it's compared to something like song in the smoke no that way. feels like
0: hitman is still like a top 3 top 5 game for me personally my experience with that was amazing yeah and top 3 top 5 to...
1: fantastic but not game of the year because because hitman of these three... because of these mm-hmm.
0: Is my Resident Evil Seven to you almost, almost?
1: Okay, but
0: it's got some of that flat screen
1: jank, though. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So I mean, you know, and we had plenty of other great games this year too, right? Squadrons came out this year, man. Like, I mean, we've we've had so many great games this year that. Uh, so I'm I'm not trying to be like I'm not trying to discount all those games and say, man, there's nothing there. I'm I'm just trying. I, I am absolutely calling "Song in the Smoke" my game of the year, uh, with the knowledge that all these other games came out that I gave nines pluses to. You know, so I gave a ton right. of games not over over a nine this year, and, and, so, and but nothing really compares to "Song in the Smoke." Um, I think the uh, I think even the dream the patch the PSVR patch for Dreams came out this year too, right? Uh, and I'm no, still this year. No, the, the patch for the Dreams patch, PSVR patch. No, was that last year? Yeah, it was last year. Dude, it's fucking COVID, man. It's like, a, like every day, every year runs <laughs> together at this point. Uh,
0: scared me for a second. I'm like, wait. <laughs> yeah, We're yeah. we losing him. I'm Come t- back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I mean, this like I, so so frequently when I do this job, and so frequently when I review games, uh, it feels like a job. It feels like, right. man, I got to do this. I got to play this game, blah, 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 whatever. Right. Song in the Smoke was the first game in a very long time that came along that said, I'd be playing this much of it. This frequently, even if it had, nothing, even if without parole wasn't a thing, I would be playing the crap out of this game, and I would be just as addicted. I'd be playing it just as much. I'd probably be enjoying it even more if I didn't have to review it. Uh, so, and that's and, and, and games like this don't come along very often. And so for me, it's no. no question about it. Game of the year. Yeah,
0: I haven't had an experience like this since I in a long, long time. I did have an amazing experience with Hitman Three as well. Um, you know, with Fract, I love Fract, but it's too short and it's it has no staying power. Whatsoever. This yeah. game has staying power. This game has quality and just every nook and cranny it does, it pretty much excels. Uh, not just nails, but excels at. So that's the kind of shit we like to see. And yeah, I think this is very well deserving of uh, Game of the Year so far as of right
1: now. And with all that out of the way, AJ, I think it's time to break this losing streak. It's time to play a little bit PSVR 20 questions. AJ's the host this week. He's got a PSVR game in mind, and that means I've got 20 questions along with the chat. Who's going to help me out? You better help me out because I'm in big trouble. I'm trying to break this losing streak. We've got 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game he's thinking of. <sighs> AJ, do you have a game picked out?
0: I do have uh, a game picked out, but I must say Brax Bros says, AJ, what about Synth Riders? The metal. I will tell you right now, if Synth Riders had multiplayer at this moment it would be a contender. Now, I wouldn't say it would maybe win, but if it if it launched with the multiplayer, it would absolutely be a contender for game of the year for me. It's that good. Yes. And I still love that game. A new <laughs> I'm going to start singing Synth Rider songs. I love
1: the music in that game. What what are you doing? Tornado's on my paper. I need to take this piece of paper. I need to take notes for this game. Sorry, bud sorry bud oh you are just taking up all my space all right all right here we go i'm putting six minutes up on the clock the clock up on the counter i don't know whether jeremy likes it i guess are you ready uh, no i'm
0: yes i'm gonna be using a lot of the uh the the game page as well for this so hopefully it is accurate and if it's not if it's inaccurate then it is uh
1: it is the playstation website's fault not mine you are not instilling me with a ton of faith that you have any idea what you're talking about <laughs> all right here we go six minutes on the clock let's do this uh is it a horror game? Um, no, it might have some small
0: horror elements, but it is not a horror game whatsoever.
1: All right. Small horror, Very maybe. small
0: horror elements, but not a horror game.
1: No. All right. Does it, uh, does it only use the moves?
0: It does only use the moves. Wow. According I, I, to PlayStation Store. I don't know how I feel about <laughs> this.
1: Um, that was a risky question, man. That was a risky question. Uh, does it also have a flat yeah. screen version?
0: Uh, it does not have a flat screen version. Okay. Oh, is that three?
1: That's that's three. That it's yeah. your job to keep count. Don't, don't it's hard to remember. To... God. Let's see here. Has this developer made more than one PlayStation VR game?
0: They have not made more than one PlayStation VR game. we're in big trouble.
1: Okay. Does it have full locomotion? does not have full locomotion wow okay let's see oh yeah jeremy the nes rookie uh is it based on an ip an existing ip
0: uh i would say no
1: would say no
0: though it has some references it has some references some easter eggs and stuff but no it is not based on an existing ip no
1: interesting very interesting references
0: yeah, I would say no, though. Overall, it's a, it's its own game.
1: Are there vehicles in this game? Good job, all your sister. There are no vehicles in this game. Mm-mm. Yeah, I guess without full locomotion, that's probably not a thing. Um. Yeah, I, I, is it? Is it? Are there puzzles?
0: There is. A, there are puzzles in this game.
1: Okay. So, guys, here's what we know about this so far. Potentially a little tiny bit of horror, but definitely not a horror game. It only uses move controllers, uh, and there are some puzzles. It's the only, it's the only game made by this developer. Um, does, not, does not have full locomotion. It's not based on an IP, and there's no vehicles.
0: You have asked eight questions.
1: Okay. Yeah, it can't be pixel-ripped, guys. That was my first thought when he said references, because they've made two pixel-ripped games. Um, let's see. Yeah,
0: it's more like Easter eggs. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, again, just no. It's a standalone game,
1: right? It can't be Accounting Plus guys because uh, because that they've also made Trover. Um, puzzles, puzzles, puzzles. It can't be Room Dark Matter because it's not based on an existing IP. Hmm. Is it? Is it narrative driven?
0: Uh, it is definitely narrative driven.
1: Definitely narrative driven. It's a, it's a big one, guys. Um I'm using you guys in the chat here. I'm using you guys in the chat. Give me some good questions. Can't be Doctor Who. You guys are you no one's paying attention to, to the questions that are being asked. Uh what is the game from from software in the school? That's the Rasenay. Um that fits all the criteria. Uh, is it node to node teleportation?
0: It is node to node teleportation.
1: Ooh, man, we could be onto something here. Um, is, is it definitely gets a little more horror toward the end, so that makes sense there. References, I guess, other from software games. Um man how do we how do we narrow this down guys how do we narrow this down does it take place in an English boarding school good question Hugh
0: Is that your question yeah it does take place at an English boarding Whoa, school is it Day? <laughs> it is duroccity the streak is broken oh, congratulations great job I saw Nick uh Nick the game cat how and flame hat game cat say it first congratulations the streak is
1: over guys that Woo-hoo! is so great job awesome man i really really appreciate all the help guys i don't know if i would have gotten that on my own but holy crap yeah the second you guys brought up to ross and i looked, it was like it's all the criteria we're good yeah whoo losing streak officially over you guys over yes. so so very happy man and
0: i have nick mulow to thank for uh beating that game i got the platinum in that game actually yeah you just have to be the only the thing game, i hate about right? that game yeah, uh, beat the game, do like one extra thing. It's actually a pretty decent game. Yep. I just, the, the node teleportation and the click turning gave me a freaking headache. <laughs> it's a bad idea to do that. And Don't ever make a, an exploration game or a game where you have to backtrack a bunch with uh, exploration teleportation. So bad. In fact, just don't ever make a game with uh, <laughs> click turning and teleportation only.
1: Jeremy, the NES rookie with the New Zealand two dollars says the streak is broken. Yes it is. Thank you so very uh, much.
0: Brax Bro asks what references are in the game. The the girl is the uh same girl from Bloodborne, or she's like wearing the same stuff from Bloodborne. Um
1: Yeah, there's some there's some the, from uh, software
0: references in there. It's it's been like seven years since I played Bloodborne, so I can't remember uh what what her name is or what that place was called.
1: Yeah. Great game though, great game. I agree with you. No to no teleportation, not necessary. Certainly, uh, certainly could have used full locomotion. Guys, so much fun hanging out with you guys uh, during this longer than usual PSVR Gamescast live. Uh, hopefully, you're all out there playing Song in the Smoke. Hopefully, if you weren't before, that maybe we convinced you today. That new patch is amazing, dude. Like that's all I want to do for the rest of the night is go back into the game yeah. and uh, and just really enjoy the new level of polish on this 10 out of 10 aka now 11 out of 10 game. Uh so congrats out there to 17 bit uh and uh just I do and it was really really nice. I just want to say this. It was really really nice seeing all the other developers out there on Twitter yesterday uh basically congratulating 17 yeah. bit and saying, you know, cuz obviously Jake Casdal he's been in the industry for a long time. He knows a lot of different people yeah. and so it was really nice seeing the outpouring of support uh, for a VR only game from all these different developers uh, out there on twitter
0: four just, years it looked like it was in development for four years as well
1: yeah dude i i love like we have an amazing community but also developers out there have an amazing community and they're so supportive of each other and it, it was just really really it's nice rare. to witness that i haven't seen that before i don't think because having seen
0: so many developers yeah. and you know the producer at enhanced games and and, like, all these random people that are, like, you know, have notable things in the industry, notable creations and games and IPs, uh, saying something about it. It was very interesting to see. So cool that they, uh, they had, got a lot of love from, from other developers as well. I agree. Great community
1: out there. Big time. Big time. Guys, we want to thank all the moderators out there that who are making my life easier, not only here but over on Discord. So make sure you join us over on Discord. Get in on some multiplayer gaming. Get in on some conversations about horror movies, video games, PSVR, all sorts of things. Uh, click the link in the description below. Also, shout out to Miles Dyer, J Meow, and of course, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, my Jeremy the NES rookie. He's mine. You can't have him. He's mine. <laughs> I love him dearly. Also, shout out, of course, to AJ, the guy I could not do this show without. Make sure you go to PSVR Underground and watch his channel. Uh, Killing it, man. October is awesome. I can't believe we're almost a third of the way through it. I'm like nervous. I'm like, oh, we need to enjoy this month more. <laughs> so good, guys. Thank you to everybody who watched the show. Thank you to everybody helping out with 20 questions. Thank you to everybody who tipped. We appreciate you. Make sure you head on patreon.com slash games uh, if you want to make sure we get AJ hired on this thing and, uh, and and get that rolling as fast as possible. And of course, thank you to everybody who watched the show, sat back, didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there and we love you just as much. AJ, can I cue the cat?
0: cat, yeah, Brian, and have a wonderful weekend. Go play Song of the Smoke or play the NYC update. to uh, the father. Mucking Muckin, Game Cat <laughs> Van Fantasin oh, Justin yeah. Cassidy Dan keeper Hack the Game Cat I knew it was lit up in here The PR grid says buy song in the smoke I agree LC2552 beats the no Game
1: Cat <laughs> Beep. Uh, not oh god it sounds like Confused a casio game. keyboard
0: <laughs> 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 confusing game cat time to play with game cats i watched him uh, streaming a little bit uh the other day i subbed to him at one point I, I forgot he posted something on man and, and i watched it no that's right the game feline my metal brother you gotta send me that metal mixtape you've made with your friends and send it on a Sony Walkman, Brax Bro. Are you even the talking about night. anymore? What are well, you Well, in case I don't see you later, good morning, good afternoon, and yeah, good, good night. night. Zach Lightning says I'm starving. Good night. I'm hungry Joe. I'm gonna get some meat Justin Cassidy, Ash the v- VR, the Groovy Game Cat. Give me some sugar, baby. Ben Dawson, and Devil One. Matter to you, homies. For, for making this a rashi update thank you so much guys i can't wait to stream it this weekend i'm so excited ian stanbridge uh tornado's yeah. tail must make the stream more reliable <laughs> yes, he is the the wi-fi connection <laughs> to brian's computer <laughs> think Milo, the king cat albert good to see you dude albert. Uh, our speed yeah i have seen you in a minute yeah. um next week i'm gonna get song in the smoke been high since the announced I got to say, man, I was so hyped for Song of the Smoke, and it exceeded my expectations. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, Song in the Flame Cat. Uh, yeah. Fire, fire, fire. Uh, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. It's not a cartoony piece of shit, Emily Baxter, so you can go play it. <laughs> and thank you, Sci Fi Game Cat Henry, for your timestamps. And hello, Anakazi and Javier Tamara. What's up, J Have a
1: wonderful weekend, guys. <laughs> guys, on fish bump to you. Stop. It's the longest outro <laughs> ever. Ever. It's like 17 minutes, man. It's longer than the fucking show itself. Higher AJ. AJ. Oh, my God. We're, I know we're we're, <laughs> we're offending somebody. I know we are. It's a game. I know it's a game.